This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, everybody. Hi, I'm back, kind of. And I'm sorry I was gone for so long, but I'm excited to do an interview again. I've got a cute little friend with me. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Eden. I live in Pinellas Park, Florida. Oh my gosh. Do you even know how lucky you are? (laughs) No. How long does it take you to get to the beach? I don't know, like 13 minutes. So see, when you get to heaven, you're going to be like, what? This is just like where I lived on earth. But for the rest of us, it's going to look like where you live. (laughs) Okay, so your dad wrote to me and said that you've got something exciting happening next month. What's going on? My baptism's coming up. (gasps) That is awesome. And so you're going to do it? Yes. Because you don't have to. I'm so going to do it. You are? Why? Because I feel it's like the right thing for me to do. You are right. It is the right thing to do. Can you think of any time in the Book of Mormon where they talked about baptism? Yes. The part with Abinadi, King Noah, and the waters of Mormon. You want to tell me a little bit about that? So, well, (laughs) King Noah... And Alma. Alma was the assistant of King Noah. And Mm -hmm. one day, Abinadi came to tell King Noah and Alma what the Lord had told him to say. So then King Noah got mad. So they tied him up to a pole and they said, if you take back all what you said, then we'll untie you. But he believed in Jesus Christ. So... He didn't take back what he said. So then they burnt him. Hmm. But Alma was listening. Mm-hmm. So Alma believed in Jesus Christ then. And then the people who believed ran away from the guards. And they ended up at the Waters of Mormon. And when they got there, they all started repenting. And then they all got baptized in the Waters of Mormon. And then another time, King Noah, well, he got tied up to a tree and then he was burnt. Oh, man. See, that's a super exciting story. (laughs) Can you tell me why King Noah was so mad? Because I think he wasn't happy to be told what was right and what was wrong. Why? Because he's a king and he might think he could do like whatever he wants. Yes, and he was doing whatever he wants. Have you seen the picture that they sometimes, in the Book of Mormon, of King Noah and Abinadi? No. He's sitting up on like this big old throne and he's got a pet jaguar and all of the priests are like leaning over the edge with these looks on their faces like, ooh, I hate what this guy's saying. Have you seen that one? No. I admit that all my life I mostly paid attention to the pet jaguar. The pet jaguar? He's got like a jaguar on a chain. What? (laughs) But those people, Alma and the other people that were with him that were sitting there judging Abinadi, they were the priests, but they were not being good. So they couldn't use their priesthood power, right? Yes. 
So you're right. Alma had to do a lot of repenting to be able to baptize and stuff again. Yes. How did people know where Alma was? Well, maybe they were just looking at him instead of looking at the scary part. And then he just ran away and then they ran along because they might have been scared of the king. So they just followed Alma. Yeah, probably some people followed him. And then probably those people went back to the town. Maybe they sneaked there in the middle of the night and they said, hey, there's this guy. He's talking. He's living out in the woods, but he knows the truth. Do you want to come hear it? And they were all able to go and listen to him teach about the gospel. And he taught just the things that Abinadi taught. (laughs) What kind of things did Abinadi teach? Do you remember? I'm asking you very hard questions. Well, he asked the king to repent. Mm-hmm. Yep. And did he tell them the Ten Commandments? Yes. Do you know any of the Ten Commandments? Um, one of them I'm pretty sure is do not steal. Do yes. And do not covet, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> that kind of means like look at something someone has and you think it's so cool that you want it. So you're like jealous of what someone has. Right. Oh my goodness, you are so smart. When I learned the commandments back when I was a kid, we would do it where you rhymed and 10 was hen. And we'd say 10 hen, don't want your neighbor's hen. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it was pretty fun to learn that way. We did one sun. There's only one sun in the sky and there's only one God. So that's what the first one is. And then two zoo. And have you ever been to a zoo and they have like big statues of the animals? Yes. Well, number two is don't worship idols. And sometimes people used to worship statues. And so we say, don't go to the zoo and bow down to the statues of the animals. So two, zoo. Three, tree. If you're standing under a tree and a coconut falls out and bonks you on the head, don't say bad words or take the Lord's name in vain. Oh, yes. I remember don't say God's name in vain. Like, don't say it as something bad. Right, right. We always say it in a reverent way. You're exactly right. Do you want to learn the rest of them? Yes. Okay. Four door. There used to be a primary song about the chapel doors, and you get to the chapel doors and you have to be quiet. So we go four door, chapel doors, you go to church on Sunday, and so you got to keep the Sabbath day holy. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Do you know what number five is? No. Five is drive. Can you think of any grown-ups that you sometimes drive crazy? Drive crazy? Yeah. Are there people in life that are like, stop it, you're driving me crazy? No. You never drive your parents crazy? Well, maybe if I climb the walls of my house, which I do. Yes, see? So five is five drive. Don't drive your parents crazy. (laughs) it's honor your parents and six sticks if you had a really big stick could you hurt somebody yes so six sticks don't kill people with sticks then seven heaven if you want to live in heaven with your husband and wife and family then you can't have other boyfriends and girlfriends just your husband just your wife like my dad's is because my brother has a friend who's a girl and he's like oh you could come over to my house for a sleepover and then my dad's like 
um, you can't do that. <laughs> Your dad is smart. That's part of that seventh commandment. Eight, gate. Don't sneak through somebody's gate so you can take all their stuff. Oh, never do that. Right. And that's the one you said, don't steal. So you're like creeping through the gate and you've got a stripy sweater and a black mask on your face and a bag with a dollar sign on it and you go in their house and you take all their stuff. Don't do that. So eight, gate. Nine, this one's hard because it's a stretch. But we would say that nine rhymes with lying. What? <laughs> I thought you know, right? Nine, lying. Nine, lying. Don't lie. For some reason, I thought you were going to say lime. Oh, yes. Don't say that the lime is a lemon because it's not. <laughs> that actually might be a better rhyme than lying and nine. They don't exactly rhyme. But then 10, do you remember what 10 is? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 10 hen. So what's that commandment? Like, don't be jealous of someone, like, or what they have. Yes! Don't covet. You're so smart. Do you think you could remember them if I asked? Three, tree. Three, tree? I have a guy standing on their tree and a coconut falls on his head. Wait, don't say God's name in vain. Yes! Exactly. Okay, six sticks. Don't kill people with sticks. Right. Oh my goodness, you're so smart. Eight, gate. Don't go under a gate and go steal someone's things. Yes, don't steal. Oh my goodness. Okay, here's a hard one. Two, zoo. Don't worship a statue. Oh my gosh, I did not think that you would remember. That's amazing. Okay, five, drive. Don't drive your parents crazy. Yes. Do you realize, Eden, you know all the commandments now? Yes. You just learned them. You know them all. You can go be a bit of die and tell people like, hey, stop doing this. These are the commandments, but don't get killed. Uh, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Because we want you around. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Okay. So back to baptism. The people are at the Waters of Mormon. They got baptized. And how did they feel? They felt happy, joyful. And they clapped their hands and they said, yay, this is what we want. Yes, and it's like you being reborn. Yes. Why is it like being reborn? Because when you were first a baby, you had no sins. And when you're baptized, all your sins are washed away. And it's like you were being born again because when you were a baby, you had no sins. So like after you're baptized, you have no sins, but you can still make sins. Right. So you'll never get to be perfect again like when you're baptized. No. Yes, you can. Well, yes, in heaven. <laughs> no. You can be perfect here on earth. Did you know that? Yes, you'll just have to, like, choose the right. Yes, you choose the right and you repent. And then every Sunday, we do something really special in sacrament meeting or at home where we have bread and water. Why do we do that? It's like us being, it's like us being born every Sunday. It is. When you repent and then you take the sacrament, 
you are made clean again. You can't do that. It doesn't work until you've been baptized. So once you're baptized, you can start taking the sacrament and having it make you clean again. Wow. Like, I didn't know that. Isn't it amazing? Yes. Because I'm not very good at being very good. So I have to constantly repent. And I'm so grateful that the Lord made it so that I can repent all week. And then when I go to church on Sunday and take that sacrament, it's like being baptized again. I thought you said in one of your episodes that you made no mistakes. That's right. That's right. You're right. I am wrong, but I'm never wrong. So I don't know how we're going to fix this because correct. I'm the only adult that doesn't make any mistakes. Um, Thank you for remembering that. That was a very important part of that podcast. (laughs) You are funny. Well, I am super excited for you to be baptized. Yes. I'm proud of you. You are super smart and you are ready. I can tell. (laughs) Okay, Sheld. (laughs) I think I might call you Sheld for the rest of my life. (laughs) Don't you know I took a break so that I didn't have to hear people calling me Sheld? So ugly. It's so ugly. Shelb. You're just mean and cruel. But that's okay because you can repent and be baptized and Heavenly Father will forgive you for making me cry. (laughs) And then laughing when I say I'm crying. I can hear you laughing. I know. It's just so mean. (laughs) Seven-year-old making me feel so bad. (laughs) You silly girl. Well, I will talk to you later, okay? Okay. First and second book, 75, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, nine words of Mormon, and Mosiah singing, this is so fun. Alma, Helaman, third, fourth, Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni, learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!